Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, love. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my app, Affirm It. It's an app I've created to help you practice affirmations, manifestation, and spirituality. It has thousands of daily affirmations that you can affirm and swipe through, including exclusively curated collections for just what you're going through, from anxiety to confidence, to career growth to love, and so much more. You're going to have unlimited access to our library of meditations, visualizations, and our signature guided affirmations when you join. Affirm It is a place you can come to to work on your self-improvement through our guides, practices, and journaling. Start your free seven-day trial by heading to the show notes and clicking the link or go to your phone's app store and search for Affirm It. The subscription is just $4.49 a month or $44 for the entire year. We can't wait to see you in the app. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Kyle, and today we are talking manifestation and very specific manifestation. So a little update, Tom and I have manifested yet again another dream home. And the first thing you might be wondering is like, how do you manifest multiple dream homes? Um, One, Tom is in the real estate industry. So we actually have many, many homes. Um, We own a lot of homes. It's part of his business. It's just the way we operate. But when it comes to manifesting things, it's never and it doesn't have to ever be one and done. That can be for anything for your dream job. It can be for your dream home, maybe even soulmate for people who go through and maybe you're going through a divorce. Like it doesn't have to be just one. If it's your dream, your dreams can change. And I have learned that I always tell you guys the story of manifesting my dream job twice, right? At one point, being a consultant was my dream job and I manifested that. And then my dream job shifted. I hated that. Does that mean I messed up? No, because if I didn't have that job, I wouldn't be where I am today. And now this is my dream job. Who knows? Maybe in a little while, it'll change again. So that is what I mean when I say we manifested our dream home yet again. Um, This one is such a different one because I had so many layers to peel back through the process of manifesting our dream home. Um, And I'm so excited to share with you super raw, super vulnerably what it was like and some unconventional tips. So my manifestation of this current dream home was such a challenge internally about what I thought of myself and what a home meant to me. Um, And so I want to really go into the ups and downs of manifesting your dream home and just being raw and real. If you're in the process, if you're ready to move or you have a vision, 
I think the most complex part of manifesting your dream home is that unless you are a real estate agent and you are a loan broker or a loan officer, there are so many steps and people in the process that you really have to lean on. So Tom is in real estate, so he has a lot of those connections, but still, I'm not. I'm not a real estate agent or I'm not in the industry, so it's not in my quote unquote control. And that is a big part of this process that can feel really intimidating because there's so much that we can't be the expert in at all times. And that is a really tough game on our egos to still trust that we actually are energetically in control, even though maybe in the 3D world, we are leaning on an agent. We are leaning on a loan officer or whoever's the seller. We are leaning on all of these people even though you can still be in control and do that. And I think that's one of the hardest things when you're manifesting your dream home is to be like, you know what? Okay, I can be in control of my energy. I can be in control of my desires. I can be in control of all of these things while also using the support of other people without blaming them and without feeling like I can't do anything. So that's one big thing. If you've never bought a home, if you're a first-time home buyer, one thing I really want to share with you is there are a lot more people involved. There's a lot of, if you're not buying in cash, there's a lot of loans. There's a lot of things that are a lot of moving parts, and it might feel overwhelming. And throughout this process, if you're a first-time home buyer or you're buying your 15th home, I really, really want to invite you to manage your energy through the process. Manage your energy when you're signing a document. Manage your energy when you're going and looking at 15 different homes that day and you're doing a Sunday showing or walking into an open house. I want you to manage your energy and focus on how you feel in those moments because those little moments and your energy in those little moments are really going to add up. That is my biggest tip for you, Um, especially if you've never done this process before. It can feel intimidating um, because you're really relying on people. And if you have any questions about that, you're always welcome to DM me. Tom is in the business. Um, I'm happy to answer questions that I know from like being his wife or direct you to someone who might be able to help you um, from a really logistical standpoint, obviously. And so that is, I think, the biggest kind of up and down experience, especially when I I was for the first time exposed to buying a home and I was like, I want my dream home before we moved to Arizona. Like we had a home in Washington, but that was a convenience home, right? That was, I mean, we still have that home and that home is so special to me now. Looking back on it, it's probably my favorite house that we have because so many memories and I grew so much there. But that wasn't even a choice. Like my, I didn't care about the Washington home the way I cared about moving over to Scottsdale, which is where we are now. I had different requirements. I had location goals. I had places that I want to live. And so how do those desires, like those specific desires we have in our dream home, how do those play a role Um, in our manifestation process. And I want to talk about the unconventional side of that, okay? So you might not like what I'm going to say. Per usual, I will always be fully honest with you. Um, But I'm trying to think before I speak for a second. Not my usual. That before I go into manifesting your dream home, I want to preface it with when you're manifesting your dream home and you have those requirements, you have those specifics, 
don't judge them. I want you to observe them and I want you to poke holes in them. I'm not asking you to judge them as good or bad. I just want you to think through these things. Um, Because me, after doing this for many years, this specific dream home was a very much so different understanding of what I thought I wanted in the beginning versus what I wanted now. Um, And the moment I fully understood what I wanted now, our dream home literally manifested in two days. So it's very powerful when you can really peel back those layers. And like I always say, our three-step manifestation process is getting clear on your why. When you can finally peel back and figure out the exact why, things happen so fast. So taking time to peel back layers is really on the core what this episode is all about. So I want you to ask yourself the hard questions when you're manifesting a dream home, okay? So let's go through my three questions in step one of my manifestation process. So what is it that you want? We want our dream home, right? Step two is why do you want it? I'm going to give you my examples. So these were my initial why I wanted it. I wanted a home because I wanted more space. I wanted a home because I wanted a bigger backyard. I wanted a home because I wanted to embrace and have closed doors. We live in a very open place right now. I wanted doors. I wanted big windows. And that is what I wanted in a home. Those are like the physical things. And my other physical thing is I wanted to live in Scottsdale. Now my whys. I thought... This is where it gets, you have to be honest with yourself. Initially, my whys for why I wanted those things were I wanted to feel more expansive. I wanted to have space. I wanted to be connected to nature with the big backyard. I wanted to live in Scottsdale because I love the life we've built here. So Scottsdale is an area in Arizona. Arizona isn't very huge in terms of like the Phoenix area. It is all within Phoenix. We're 10 minutes from Phoenix. We're 15 minutes from another area. Like all of it is within 15 to 20 minutes. So nothing is far. It's every city, every suburb has energetic implications and it also has stereotypes. So my goal and my desire was Scottsdale, which we are living in now. And I was like, I really want to stay in Scottsdale because I love the life we've built. I love my gym I go to. I like my friends being close by. I like the distance we have from our parents. We're about 30 minutes from both of our parents, mine and Tom's, and it's a beautiful distance. Um, And I was like, I like that. I feel like it's healthy for us. It's good space. And so that was my big reasoning, number one for Scottsdale. And then my second reasoning um, was for a home. I wanted a big backyard. And I was like, okay, I want this big backyard because I want space. I want connection. I want all of these things. So all of that is pretty good, right? But we kept going to all of these homes and open houses in Scottsdale and nothing seemed to be connecting. Nothing seemed to just give me a good feeling or and nothing seemed to be working out in the way we wanted. Certain homes that we liked were going under contract and we weren't getting accepted. And I was like, hmm, something feels off. And then Essentially, I started to reevaluate. I was like, why is it that I'm so adamant on some of these qualities? And 
one thing I know I really want, I love windows. We right now, our windows are floor to ceiling. And even in Washington, we had great windows. And I've always grown up with a lot of light. Um, and it's just something I know energetically that makes me very happy. And so I've been obsessed with this thing in windows. In all of these Scottsdale homes, they were tiny windows. And we would have to break those windows down if we moved in. And Tom was like, hey, that is like a big, big project. Are you serious that you want to take that on? Like, I have a lot of other things I want to do, right? And I was like, yeah, that's the requirement. Every single home I went to, none of them had the big windows. And I was like, that's frustrating. Why do none of these homes have it? He's like, because no one wants to pay for it. And I was like, well, you're just being not abundant. These are the conversations we have. I was like, well, we have the money. Let's do it. He was like, yeah, but is it actually worth it? And we would kind of have these like conflicting things. We were just like not on the same page at that. And I was like, okay, interesting. I was like, do I really want windows? Maybe I don't. And I was like, maybe windows isn't a big thing. And I was okay with that. And then I got to the root of my problem. I got to the root of the problem, which was this whole Scottsdale thing. Okay. If you're from Arizona or you've heard of Scottsdale, you know the reputation it has. Okay. I love Scottsdale. I think it's so fun. There's so much to do here. Um, and specifically the area we live, we live right in the heart of the city. And I love it because we can walk everywhere. Do I walk myself? No. I always drive, even if it's a five second drive. I never walk. Okay. Being completely honest. And then I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to stay in Scottsdale just to say I live in Scottsdale. And I was like, I want people to know that I'm able to live here, live in the heart of Scottsdale because I had all these restrictions and I wanted it so I could show other people. And I was like, that is so crazy because the reason I wanted this huge determination, like this huge limiting factor on what home we buy was completely based off of other people. I was like, do I actually like Scottsdale? Yeah, it's pretty. But what do I like more? I like the mountains more. I like having a view. That's what I like more. And these homes we were looking at in Scottsdale wouldn't have that because we're trying to stay under a certain budget um, so we don't have to sell our condo so we can keep this, right? So with all the budget restrictions or with all the price range that we're currently looking at, I was like, oh my gosh, what if we look outside of Scottsdale? And I actually didn't say this with much graciousness. Tom actually brought it up. He was like, let me just look at a few other areas. I was like, okay, fine, but I'm not gonna like it. I was actually being really stubborn. He found a home. And he showed it to me on like the website and I didn't like it. I was like, no. He was like, can we just go see it? I have a feeling you might like it. And I was like, okay, whatever. So we went and I have never like felt that much ease and like knowing of, yep, this is it. We drove the area we were driving in. I was like, wow, I love this. There's mountain views everywhere. Second, wow, I love this. It's a huge backyard. Three, wow, I love this. You walk in and there's these beautiful arched windows and I'm obsessed with arches because I believe it symbolizes energy flow. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I love this. And it was so not what I thought. Um, it was so not what I expected. And I hope I'm 
being relevant here. <laughs> Maybe I'm just talking to myself, but I hope this is explaining to you that sometimes when you start to peel back the layers and those layers that were so stuck on, right? I'm so stuck on Scottsdale. And that was a big thing that I justified, right? My ego played a game with me and was like, yeah, this is for you. Pile, you're self-aware. This is for you. This is for your own good that you want it. And then it wasn't clicking, right? And I knew something was off and I had the support of my husband to challenge me to get out of my comfort zone. And he was like, no, like, let's look elsewhere. And I was like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. And he was like, that's fine. I'm never going to force you, but just look and see. And I kid you not, this home checks off every single box that I asked for, except that location box. And when it comes down to it, the reason I wanted the location wasn't for myself. It was for everybody else. Location for Tom and I is not of importance in terms of we have a certain driving distance. We work from home. Like for us, location is simply a matter of energetically how we feel. And honestly, energetically, Scottsdale is a very different feeling than the city we're moving suburb we're moving to. Um, And I'm so excited because I was like, wow, I was so wrong. And I honestly love being humbled by the universe and my husband together because I feel like it always reminds me that I don't always know the best case scenario. And I hope that this is the message that you're receiving today because when it comes to manifestation, there's two ways that people look at it. One is like, oh my gosh, I can have whatever I want. I want to manifest this specific person just because I say so, right? Like there's that approach. And then there's the other approach that's like, okay, I know what I want. I know why I want it. I'm being really intentional, but it's still not happening. And when it's still not happening, something is out of alignment, right? I knew I wanted a new home. I knew we wanted a big backyard, which we got. We have a ton of land. We have a ton of space. And I was like, wait, why wasn't it manifesting? It was because the one desire I had that was limiting us was fully based on everybody else's thoughts. I wanted other people to know that as a 26-year-old, we can have multiple homes, two of them being in Scottsdale. Like what? ego is that? Like that is insane. Is it possible for us? Yes. Literally, we could if we wanted to buy it, but we're choosing not to because I am prioritizing the things that matter to me. In Scottsdale, there's a lot more smaller lots because we're trying to stay in the area we're in. We like literally we wanted to move between a mile radius. So I was like, why was I putting that restriction? And it was because everybody else's opinions were what would matter to me. And when I finally took that burden off, I kid you not, that home, we literally saw the home. We went under contract within two days and we're about to close. And it's so beautiful how fast things unfold in the most unexpected way when you can really figure out where your authenticity is coming from and where you're acting from the desires of everybody else or society or expectations. No one has ever verbally told me, you need to live in Scottsdale. It is more so of the perception that I wanted to give off for the validation or approval of other people. And so I want you to ask yourself and your things that you're currently manifesting. Maybe you're manifesting your soulmate. Maybe you're manifesting a job. Maybe you're manifesting a soulmate. I want you to look back and I want you to look at those little requirements that you have. Is it for yourself? Is it for what other people might think of you? Is it for what you're assuming? Keep peeling back those layers. Keep peeling back what is it that you actually want 
and which parts of those are only for you that it wouldn't matter if anybody else had a say. And when I realized that the biggest things that mattered for me were I did want those big windows. So that was actually for me. I was willing to sacrifice it. And the universe was like, absolutely not. You're getting your big windows. Secondly, I really wanted space. Me and Tom really want a backyard. I want a garden. I want to be grounding. He wants a putting green. All of these things. Like I wanted that feeling of spaciousness and expansion. And there was a ton of little things, little details that made this house so perfect for what me and Tom wanted for the life that we want for the next few years. That's what made it perfect for us. It's nothing crazy. It might not make sense to other people, but for us too, for me and him, it works. And that's the beauty of it. And when you start to make decisions for yourself and you start to manifest only for yourself and you choose your desires for yourself, that's when the magic unfolds. So I invite you to rethink the things that you're manifesting. If for some reason they're not manifesting or it feels difficult or it feels hard, take my advice and look at it from the lens of asking yourself your why again and again and again. And you have to be honest with yourself. Sometimes you do want it because you want other people to approve of you or you want to give off a certain persona to other people. Not that you can't have it, but it might not even matter to you. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like you're allowed to give off a vibe if that's what makes you happy. Does living in Scottsdale mean anything to me? Absolutely not. I could care less. Like I just want to be happy. So for me, who I am that Scottsdale area meant really nothing to me except for other people's opinions. That's the only thing. And that's the distinction, right? Like you're, I'm not saying you can't have nice things or you can't be specific, but get specific in the things that actually matter to you and figure out your soul's calling, like figure out your essence of your manifestation because it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. And that's when those manifestations start to happen fast and unfold perfectly. That's how you know you're in full alignment and that's the beauty of it. So I hope this was helpful to give you an explanation. I know I went really granular into details of Scottsdale versus that and you might have no idea what I mean by Scottsdale. Um, I'm so sorry. I hope it resonates and I hope this makes sense to you. And the last thing I want to share with you is if you are in the process of manifesting your dream home, I want you to think of your ideal lifestyle. Turn off your social media for a week and think about your ideal lifestyle. Don't base it off of what you see on social. Imagine social media didn't exist. Imagine you have no one to show. You don't have pictures to show people. What is it that you want your life to be made of? I think that's the beauty of having a home, um, even not even a home, even an apartment or like wherever you live, like whatever you call home. I think the beauty of it is it can be so sacred when you can really make it what you need it to be. Even if it's just your room, you don't have to live anywhere. Wherever you wake up and sleep, what is it that you want it to be? And what is the essence of it that you want your home to be and create that? And that's what I want you to do. If no one could see it, if no one was looking at it, just you. And that's what I realized for me. Like for me, if there was no aesthetics, if there was nothing, none of that involved, what makes me fully soul level happy is arched windows, a big backyard, and 
bright, bright, natural light. That is what makes me so happy right now. And that is exactly what this home has. And it's perfect. Like those are the fundamentals that I was looking for and none of the homes had it. Sure, I could have created it and paid a contractor to do it. But the thing is, is I didn't need to. Like it was so much easier than that. And it was so much better. And that's the beauty of it. Like those true desires you have and want, you're capable of them. You just have to peel back and be like, what is the lifestyle I want to live? And how does my home contribute to that? For me, bright light creates light energy for me. For me, arched windows, literally looking at them makes me so happy. I don't know why. It makes me happy. Arches speak to my soul. I will literally like paint an arch on myself because it that symbol, that shape, the energy of it feels so good to me. It is such a random thing, but it's so specific. And I know that about myself. And lastly, that big backyard, that feels pure expansive to me. It feels like opportunities. It feels like I can get creative. I can get messy. I can paint outside. Those are the things that make up the lifestyle that I want to live right now. Where I work from, I can work from anywhere. So I just need a room with good lighting. That's all I need. Or I can go to a coffee shop. So those things weren't important for me. But my core lifestyle, those little shifts that I didn't have right now, those are the shifts I'm so excited to make. And I want you to think about that for whatever you're manifesting. Where you are now compared to where you want to be, what are those small shifts that would just bring you immense bliss? No matter how simple, how random they are, like my arched windows, they are allowed to be random like that. And give yourself permission to ask for what you want, but make sure what you're asking for is actually what you want and what you want for just yourself. That is my biggest tip for you. Think about what you want, why you want it, and keep asking yourself the why. Keep peeling it back until you really figure it out. I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you soon. Bye. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate and review the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.